Welcome to the French Wedding Podcast with your host Naim, the only podcast in English about weddings in France. Great conversations, tips and insights about your French wedding, some wisdom before your big day, and the opportunity to hear wedding professionals actually living and working in France, only for your day to be the most amazing to remember. Hello everyone and welcome to the French Wedding Podcast. Greetings from France, this is the place we're recording this show. I'm Naim, professional ceremony officiant based in my hometown Paris and I created this show especially for future brides and grooms willing to get married in Paris or anywhere in France. Each episode is an occasion to meet a main actor of the industry, can be a vendor such as a wedding planner, hair and makeup artist, bridal salon, videographer, venue owner, bloggers, you name it. This show exists to bring you some insight about how people do things in France regarding the wedding industry, but we also share funny stories, things to know, and special memories when we happen to work together on the very same wedding. Today on the show, we're going in the Middle East and talk about emotional intelligence with an award-winning marketeer who decided to leave a professional career in pharmaceutical to dive in the coaching of leaders willing to reach their business goal and help them navigating through these changes in a smooth way. I obviously thought it could help to hear an expert in these topics. Her motto, transform disengagement to empowerment, optimize communication and build trust. Reminds you something? Here's Nadine Zainun on the French Wedding Podcast. Nadine, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me here, Nadine. Thank you for being here. Once again, this is a different episode, guys. We're not in Paris. I am in Paris. Nadine is in Beirut, Lebanon, for those who don't know. So welcome uh, to one habitant of the, one of the greatest cities in the world. After all, before Paris, I wouldn't <laughs> say. <laughs> yeah, welcome yeah. to the show. How's everything pleasure. going for you? Great, great. It's Very amazing. Good. Nadine, you're yeah. an award-winning marketer. So obviously you're going to have to drive me to this. And I think you're the <laughs> best person to introduce yourself. So I'll leave it to you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Naim. Well, uh, when I was an award-winning marketeer, I was uh, in the pharmaceutical industry because uh, that's where I started my okay. uh, career. So I used to be in the pharmaceutical industry and I worked there for almost 12 years. Okay. Um, and I was the brand manager for uh, a lot of countries in the Middle East. And uh, then I had my third child. So it became difficult for me to manage everything. So I left and uh, I started my own business, uh, which is consulting. I started as a consultant, actually, for, for marketing people in the pharmaceutical industry. Um, and then I discovered a new talent that I had, which is uh, supporting people's growth and uh, training and development. So that changed my world because that's when I went into emotional intelligence. I got certified on that. And uh, I really found my passion in supporting people to grow and develop. And that's when I became a coach. And this mm -hmm. was around, um, I would say eight years ago, a little okay. bit more than eight years ago. And I, you know, I started my path of coaching And that was like the best thing ever. Uh, I know now that this is where I needed to land in this world <laughs> on the path of coaching where I can support people to grow and develop. 
I have so much uh, admiration, I could say, for for people saying saying this. Like, I knew that this was the thing I came up to the world to do. Uh, I <laughs> really you. like that. Really like that. So you started in the, in you have a background in pharmaceutical, and for those mm -hmm. listening, they would probably say, "Why would Nadine talk about uh, all these things uh, right now?" The relationship about uh, the show is uh, probably the coaching and and uh, the mm -hmm. fact that you're helping people taking decisions. Mm -hmm. in business but also probably in life in general because life life and business can be can be sort of mixed up especially True. in 2021 where True. everything is like notification and emails and, and all sorts or sort of things <laughs> yeah. so how did you how did you shift it from from this it was like was it easy or was it a decision that you that you took it wasn't easy i must say but i did um i felt uh If, if I may say, I felt like such happiness when I started training people because I was asked by the pharmaceutical industry, you know, when I used to work with them in marketing consulting, you know, they started telling me, I mean, you were a train, you were a sales manager, you trained your team. Why don't you train our medical reps who visit doctors on sales, etc.? cetera? Okay. So I started that and I found that I loved it. I, first of all, I had a talent. So I was talented in really communicating the message to people and getting their buy-in okay. onto things and, and making things practical for people to really grasp. When I started training people on sales, I found that um, I have this way of making things practical, turning them into practical ways where people can actually implement them. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's when uh, I said, oh, I should develop this further. And, you know, emotional intelligence was really in at that time. So I got certified on emotional intelligence wow. and I started training people on emotional intelligence and I felt like, Oh, wow. You know, I'm giving them this assessment. They're finding out everything about themselves in terms of emotional intelligence, but how am I going to make them change? How can I, how can I help them develop and mm -hmm. become better? And that's when I went into coaching. So okay. I kind of like, you know, closed the loop. Okay. Now I have yeah. an assessment tool. Uh, I have the skills and I can help people know where they are and develop themselves better. And I was going to say that emotional intelligence is amazing because it's something that you use everywhere, as you said, yes. not only in the workplace, but also in your life. And it has helped me personally a lot. Yes, yeah, that's exactly what I was about to, to, to say, uh, especially when it comes to sales. Uh, people don't buy uh, rational, they buy emotional exactly. all the time. Exactly, so. exactly. Must be helpful. Absolutely, you're, you're you're probably an amazing salesman, but saleswoman, if if I can say, a salesperson. Um, but it, did you find it hard to switch from being a, a salesperson to running a sales team? Sometimes people have difficulties with this. Oh, sure, absolutely, and and actually, that's why I work with managers who mm -hmm. have who are responsible for teams, because. Okay. When I became a sales manager and I became responsible for a team, it was so difficult for me to actually, first yeah. of all, understand the needs of the team. Mm -hmm. Although I was a salesperson before, but it's different because here um, you're running a show. You really need, yeah, you're running the show. You're responsible for you know the sales, and you have a team. I had a team of nine people, yeah. different people. I yeah. couldn't really understand at the start that. <laughs> these people are different from me and yeah. what turns them on or clicks them, you know, is not the same that makes me click and uh, gets 100%. me excited. 
yeah, so it took me time and and I actually bumped him through a couple of walls. Yeah, <laughs> I must say. Yeah. You have yeah. to sometimes. Yeah, and um, you know, I made a lot of mistakes when I was dealing with people and dealing with team teams. And that's why uh, I really love helping managers grow their emotional intelligence because at that time I had no emotional intelligence whatsoever, <laughs> I must say. <laughs> so like, it was at the start, the, like the shift was was hard, but like I, I think I'll say as always in life, it's it's always hard. And then it, it gets easy. Like the training yeah. is difficult, but the war is easy. That's what we say also sometimes in French. So you offer yeah, exactly you offer a 10 week deep dive program to become mm -hmm. an emotionally intelligent leader. Uh, exactly. This sounds very good. Yeah, I'm already sold to that. <laughs> so how, okay. how, how does it work? Like uh, okay. concretely? Yeah, concretely, um, to, to be a good emotionally intelligent leader, you have to start with yourself first. So, and this goes to either also married, married couples. So yeah. um, you need to really understand yourself in terms of how your emotions are impacting you. And when I say impacting you, I mean impacting the way you see life, impacting the decisions you make in life, impacting the way you speak, impacting uh, the way you talk, impacting mm -hmm. the way you... Uh, uh, you know, communicate with people, the way you uh, connect with people, everything, because mm -hmm. our emotions are really behind almost every decision everything. we make. Yeah. yeah. So the first step, and that's the first step in the program, is for you to really identify who you are and what you want in life, okay? And how do you want to be seen in life? Okay. Because that's very important uh, to know, because uh, how we want to be seen is one thing, but our emotions make us behave in a way that doesn't always, you know, like unite match. with how we want to be seen. Mm -hmm. It doesn't match. Yeah. There's mm -hmm. sometimes there's a gap many, yeah. many times there's a gap. So this is how I want to be seen. However, this is how I come off due to my emotions, due to things that go on in my brain. Mm -hmm. So it's important for me to understand that there's a gap. That's why I always start with self-awareness. So when you see the gap, And you understand that, okay, although this is what you intend, but you're not there. The way right. you're behaving isn't really showcasing where you want to be. So then we start working on, okay, how can we bridge this gap? And that's when we go into not only emotional intelligence, but we go into conversational intelligence, which is about how can we use conversations and the power of conversations to actually um, connect with people, engage our team, get them to be innovative, get them to perform high, you know, at high standards, the standards mm -hmm. that we want, etc. So that's how the, the program goes. So we start with emotional intelligence, but then we move into conversational intelligence, we move into trust, we move into listening skills, we move into empathy and creating, uh, so you, you know, connection. So you recommend you recommend to your clients um, can be leader, business person, uh, owner, anything. I guess mm -hmm. uh, you recommend them to engage in like dialogue, communication, questions with, with sure. their stuff. Sure, that's 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 like the main thing because you know um, we don't ask many questions. Many times uh, we make our own conclusions and we make our own judgments. And that's the first thing that actually stops the connection between you and others 
is when you've already made a judgment about yeah. the situation and about the other person in this conversation. And that creates the barrier. That's a big thing that creates the barrier. And, you know, as I always say, the antonym of judgment is curiosity, asking questions. Yeah, yeah ask questions. And not just any questions, because many times people think they're asking good questions, but they're actually asking the questions that they want because they want to lead the person somewhere. Yeah. So they want to convince them. And, yeah. you know, that's like my, in selling. That's problem as well. Yeah, many people in selling, that's what they do. They try to, you know, try to take a person somewhere. But that's not the real curiosity we talk about when we're connecting with people and when we're trying to create trust and build trust with others. Because that's, you know, some people see the other way as manipulation. And this creates a, a further, you know, a wider gap, if you want. What you, what you say is, it's very funny. I was talking about this um, last week. What you, what you just said reminded me uh, a masterclass that I've seen from Chris Voss. Have you ever heard uh -huh. of this person? Chris Voss? No. Yes. Uh, well, you must, you must read or see his masterclass, which is amazing. Okay. He's uh, basically an FBI um, oh, retired, retired negotiator. Uh -huh. um, and instead of doing what every retired people from the FBI would do, probably security or anything like that, he chose to uh, to 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 expand his knowledge and talk about negotiation skills in business. And uh -huh. he was talking about uh, the masterclass is amazing. I recommend it for everyone. Um, uh -huh. It can help in any like anything, business relationships and anything. And uh -huh. it's talking about the same thing that you were talking about, the, um, the fact that you're trying sometimes to manipulate, even unconsciously, uh, yeah, exactly. the person in front of you to get you to the answer. And is when he's in front of, for example, a hostage situation, uh, his objective is to make the people feel empathy and let him talk. So he's leading with questions that uh -huh. are going his way. And is mirroring uh -huh. them like by repeating stuff, like making it, make it, it's magical. You need to see. Oh, that. interesting. I, I'm I like sure you'll love it. It's, it's yeah. really good. So, what's yeah, his name again? Chris Voss. I, Chris I will, Voss. I will put okay. the link in the show notes for uh, people okay. of the audience who wants it, and I can send it to you afterwards. No problem. Perfect. Excellent. So, was it hard? I guess it was hard, but you, you like how many, how many you, you had, you had probably many clients. What mm -hmm. was their feedback when you first started? And is it different right now that you have oh, yes, a lot absolutely. of experience? Oh, absolutely. You know, when I started, like anyone starts, I mean, every time you start something, you're kind of like focusing on the process and on, you know, it's it's still not built in you. Yes. And so you're very much aware of, okay, this is what I'm doing now. This is what I need to try to do, etc. So, uh, of course, it does give value, of course, because the process works. Uh, mm. But it's not like when you um, when you have when you build the experience and it becomes really built in you and it comes off naturally, especially in coaching, because in coaching, yeah. uh, in coaching, you really need to be present with with the coachee in the moment. So mm -hmm. what I mean by being present means you really need to connect with the coachee and when I, and when i say connect i mean like feel the breath yeah here on the same level yeah every you know change in tonality every voice change in the voice um emotions energy so you have to capture all this 
And in order to capture all this, you really, really need to be super focused and listening at the very deep level. You know, we call it level three and level four of listening. So you really have to be very deep into the listening. And to do that, you can't have a process in your mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah, because if you're thinking about the process, you're you're out of the moment. You're you're in your head, and you shouldn't be in your head. You should be more in your heart if mm -hmm. you want when you're when you're connecting with your coachee, and that's when you can really add value because these uh, when you feel these small changes in the client, you allow the client to grow his awareness or her awareness about what's going on in them. And that's how they start understanding their priorities, what they want, what's good for them, what's not good for them. And that's how they make decisions. They start making decisions because a coach never tells a person what to do. No. A coach is just there to support, to partner with them, to help them through questions and other tools achieve what they want and you know their own way in their own yeah, way and i think that's yeah. the power of coaching because i don't come and tell them i'm not an expert at everything i mean i can't just come and tell them oh go do this go do that <laughs> whatever <laughs> i yeah. mean even if i'm so smart i'm not going to be an expert at everything in life and that's where you know the power of coaching is because each person knows what's good for them and yeah, yeah and nobody knows better than you what's good for you believe me and that's why the best solutions come when they come from you and that's what we do in coaching so yeah, yes of sense. course the feedback now is much much better i mean it's like really awesome feedback uh thank god i mean i'm really yeah, blessed great. but it's yeah well it yeah. makes sense if you're if you're involved in it and you're you you have a talent you say that so i guess it's not saying you're not saying it's just for fun i must have yeah. something behind <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's very it's very inspiring to uh, to see to see uh, people like you getting into coaching, especially um, in this these crazy times that we're all experiencing. Um, yeah. Everybody is a coach in 2021. <laughs> exactly. Everybody has an Instagram and a funnel <laughs> funnel website to send to sell you some content. So yeah, exactly. I, I think it makes a big difference when uh, you're you're a professional certified uh, coach. Yeah. I think it's always better to have this this go through this kind of labels um even if it, if it can sound a little bit like because it's good to have it so it makes a difference because yeah not everyone can be a coach you have to you have yeah, to absolutely. provide value and results people don't really care about uh your, yeah. your title they just want the results so the results exactly exactly if you have if you have great feedback i think it's it's a great great uh, indicator And what would you recommend to uh, married couples when they're going through this kind of problems that can be related to businesses, but like communication problems, yeah, uh, dif difference of visions, maybe, yeah, exactly, difference of time frame in their relationship. Like, what what would you recommend? Like, not I, I guess you're not going to say three words and and change them, but like, do you have a path? Uh, sure, maybe a vision. Sure. Sure. First of all, I, I want to tell them that um, it's only normal to go yeah. through downs in marriage. So because, you know, sometimes we have this rosy picture that, you know, when I get married, everything's going to be great. You know, we're going to enjoy every moment. And of course, you will have a lot of beautiful moments that you share together. But there will always be downs in the marriage because, you know, you're different people coming together under one roof, living together. And, you know, sometimes. I'm sure you have this, probably you have the same values, but still 
uh, you know, you're two different people. You see things in a different way. You think in a different way. You communicate in a different way. And when you live together, you see things in, you know, like things become um, not as rosy as when you're not together. So uh, when you're in marriage. Yeah. So this is something that is inevitable. You will always you will face problems, but that's okay because it's normal. I believe the best thing is communication. I mean, you would never, I would never, um, you cannot top good communication in marriage because that's the key, you know, because our brains are wired um, to make judgments. Okay. So if we're in a relationship and they're wired to make stories and assumptions. Okay. So like, for example, when we, see things in different ways okay or if my husband you know like behaves in a specific way that's different from the way i would have behaved in the same situation because i'm different mm-hmm. of course yeah so my my head makes this my brain makes assumptions that you know maybe he's doing this or he's you know he doesn't love me or maybe he's trying to hurt me in some way or trying to take control or whatever so i start assuming the worst cases mm-hmm. that probably none of them is true Okay, and the same thing with with the, with my husband. You know, yeah. he makes the same assumptions about me. So these stories that we make up, okay, um, everyone, the, the, yeah, everyone makes up yeah. stories. But the thing is, we don't notice that they're stories, and we take them as reality. And this is where the danger is, because yeah. when I take that this story that I, uh, you know, have created is a reality, I get stuck to my reality. And my husband has created another story and yeah. he has a different reality. Yes. So if each one of us is going to defend their own reality, we won't get anywhere. Mm-hmm. We need to really be open-minded and accept that maybe what I see is not the truth. Although it ro- looks like the truth. Although, you know, yeah. many, many couples, they come to me and they say, you know, but he said this and he did that. And I know from before that this <laughs> is what he, you know intended etc 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 so you know because you know our mind uh, creates memories of things that didn't go well you know so i always remember these and every time i make an assumption uh you know it strengthens another assumption and then it strengthens another assumption and then you know it compounds exactly so that's why the best way to remove those stories is to communicate to go to that person and you know, yeah. be very honest with them and tell them, look, this is what I'm feeling. Okay. And focus on yourself, not on them. Don't judge them in any way. So, but communicate in a non-judgmental way. Just say, you know, this is what I feel. When you did this, this is how I felt. This is how it impacted me. I may be making up stories, but really I need to hear from you. What made you behave in that way? Mm-hmm. So if you noticed, I was not judgmental in yeah. any way. Okay, and I'm opening up the floor for the other person to tell me how what their intention was and how they see the situation. And that's empathy. Okay, that's where I'm trying to empathize with them, which means that I'm opening up, I'm listening, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to put myself in their shoes as well. And at the same time, I'm communicating my emotions very openly so that they also can put themselves in my shoes as Mm -hmm. well. And that's how you know, uh, that's how people start empathizing together. 
I really like think... what you said, what, what you just yeah. said before. Uh, I think it's for me, it's one of the highlights of, of my day today is hearing you say that uh, the, the opposite, the antonym of judgment is curiosity. I really uh -huh. like that. And I think that it resonates in, if you think about this, I think it solves a lot of problems that we can have. And we're, we're thinking we have problems, but if we apply this, exactly, even on a daily basis on anything, like you said, sure. it's everywhere. I think it's exactly uh, it's a great exactly. great piece of thought. Really. And you know, many times we don't really notice that we're judging. So we yeah. we we think that we're not judgmental, but <laughs> we all are. You know, yeah. including myself. Please, so don't don't think that I'm excluding myself from this. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know, if I if I coach people on this, it doesn't mean you know I'm perfect at this. No, I mean we all go through judgment. The important thing is that you notice that you're judging. Yeah. And you're judging that person and Take that this back. judgment, yeah, this judgment is standing in the way of, yeah. you know, this relationship. And then you have to take a step back. You have to admit that yeah. you may be wrong and then communicate with that person and be open. Okay. So don't tell him you are a bad person. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. no, you behaved like this. Why? What made you do that? Curiosity again. Curiosity. So what made you do that? Okay. And then listen. Not what made you do that and then stay on your own, you know, wavelength mm. and uh, <laughs> with your own story attached to your own reality. No, of course not. It's it, difficult. It needs to job. be. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's so difficult. Really. I mean, we're, we're emotional people and, and uh, human beings. We're wired yeah. to, to react by emotions. And exactly. it's hard to step back and say, look, you're getting upset or you're making a wrong decision. And yeah, this kind of of help we need people like you to to just to make us aware of it so it's already yeah really i mean we idea. need each other yeah we need each yeah. other i mean nobody can see all of this on his own even i need my coach to help me when i when i go through a difficult situation and when i am judging and whatever so my coach helps me see that and as you said i mean yeah we need each other in order to create the awareness. It's all about awareness. And really, I can tell you, coaching, maybe 70% to 80% is about awareness. You're, support, yeah. you're helping the coachee become more aware of his patterns, of his behaviors, of what's blocking him, what, et cetera. And then when, when you know, the awareness is there, they are freed. And yeah. they just put the, the action plan they want and just, you know, Five minutes and, yeah. you know, everything rolls okay. yeah. just because they got the awareness. It's key. It's key. Um, I guess you, you probably know Tony Robbins. You, you oh, must yeah. know this guy. Of course. Fan. <laughs> and uh, it reminds me what you said of 80% uh, uh, psychology and 20% mechanics in, in, uh -huh. in business and in life uh -huh. in general. It's uh -huh. always the 80, 80, 20 rules. And that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all the all the day-to-day -day run of, of any business is just mechanics 20%, but the way you're reacting to everything, every business decision, every complaint, every new exactly. client, it, this is where you can have a big impact. I agree with yeah. what you said. Yeah, very uh, true. Talking about your clients, what is the best compliment that you ever received? I really love this question because it makes people think. Like, yeah, or, the best compliment. In a good way. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, the best compliment, and you know, this is a compliment that really touched me. Okay, so it may not mean anything to other people, but for me, it, it meant a lot. 
And I heard it from different people and from people all over the world, like not in just Lebanon or people right. even on uh, through the internet. And that's why it touched me a lot. Uh, I don't know why, but people uh, tell me that when they talk to me, they just feel like this um, empathy. Yeah. And uh, they feel like very good energy and vibes. And that really touched me because that's something that uh, is in my intention. I mean, I aspire to be to be this someone, yeah, mm. having that uh, positive energy that can really impact people and affect people, especially empathy. I, I really care a lot about empathy and compassion. So when they said that to me, I was like, wow, really? I never knew that. I mean, <laughs> it really touched my heart. Nice. It sounds normal to, to you, but it's amazing for other people. This is where you, you can think that you, you found your path, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Really good. Well, you can add this compliment. I'm, I'm one of them as well. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It Naim. was a real, real pleasure to have you on the show. Before we, we go off, I'd like to ask you if you want to uh, say something to our audience, to our couple. Sure. Um, as I said, um, don't don't give up when you hit a challenge or you know any issue together. Don't give up. I mean, I know there are a lot of separations these days, and maybe divorce rate is going up, but that doesn't mean that you cannot fight against this. And what I mean is, communication is key. It will solve all the issues that you have and everything that's among you. When you really communicate, you really connect with good intentions, with no judgment and with deep listening. And believe me, if you're able to do that, you can solve almost any problem among you two. That sounds very good and promising. Uh, you can overcome anything through communication. I agree with that. And yeah, yeah I'm a big fan of this, of this positivity. Yeah, so I truly much. believe that. Thank you. Nazine, Thank you so much, Naim. And uh, you can reach out, uh, folks, if you want to have a free consultation with Nadine, you can reach her on the website. I will put it all on the show notes, as always. And I'm going to say au revoir et à bientôt to Nadine. Thank it you. was a real pleasure to have you on the show. And I'm probably going to be in Beirut someday after all the invitations oh. that I received. So I will... I'll be waiting for you. Yes, obviously <laughs> let you know because this is one of Please. my favorite things to do when I go to a new city. I always go with a local. This is my rule. Yeah. I'm not going to be a tourist, at least in my head. And exactly. Yeah, and I'd love to, you. To, to take you around and show you, you know, beautiful. it's beautiful here. There are a oh, lot yeah. of beautiful places. You will really enjoy it. Oh, I'm sure. I'm I'm already I'm already a citizen of Beirut in my heart. So. <laughs> Same to you if you're coming to Paris Great. once again. Thank you. Thank always. you so much. Thank you so Have much. Have a wonderful Nadine. day. Bye. Thank you. See you. Bye everyone. Hey guys, thanks again for listening to the show today. You can find more information on our guests in the show notes, as well as my contact and my website. If you have any questions regarding your French wedding, I'm happy to help. Also, please do not hesitate to leave a review for the show. There's also a link for that. 
that will literally take one minute of your precious time and will mean the world to me. I always appreciate your support. Thank you again very much for your time and feedback. Wishing you a great day or a great night anywhere you are in the world. I send you some good vibrations and we'll talk to you again soon for a new episode. Bye-bye.